Welcome, uh, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whiskare. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slash Incast Network discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Spooktober is in full swing, and we're celebrating the holiday all month long with some of our Halloween favorites. (laughs) Uh, I am your host, Tumbley Drug, and tonight, of course, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Holly Hooch. And Holly, I cannot wait. Uh, As you can see, I have already dressed up for the occasion. Uh, I'm not weird in my head quite yet, but, you know, you can just figure that... uh, my pumpkin head is going to reattach itself much like it does for Sam in the movie that we're going to be talking tonight. Because tonight we are talking about one of the greatest holiday movies, not just Halloween. It's I'm talking good. every holiday movies in Trick or Treat. Star studded. Amazing. Fantastic movie. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> I had a good time watching it again. <laughs> I paid the three dollars. I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here you go, Amazon. Take the rest of my fucking money. Yeah, perfect. I, I also got my costume from them, but we can talk about that later. Absolutely. Uh, so you know, last week we wrapped up our a telephobia deep dive and saw what happened in the quaint little town of Stepford uh, when we discussed the Stepford wives. And tonight, you know, we are seeing uh, what happens when you disobey Halloween traditions. And, uh, you know, there there are a few, like, there are some rules to Halloween, specifically when it comes to the character of Sam. And one of the things that I've always appreciated about Trick or Treat is just how fun this movie is. And, you know, for the longest time, it didn't really feel as if Halloween had that sort of, like, mascot or, right. like, pinnacle, like, figurehead that you would see for something like Easter or Christmas or yeah, or, or Thanksgiving in some cases. Hey, th- Thanksgiving is a modern-day masterpiece, and I will, I will die fun, I will I die on that hill <laughs> regardless. I mean, we're, we're clearly going to talk about it once November comes around, well, right? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we are, if only because it's one of the clearly, only clearly. Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> And I'm really excited for, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm really excited for uh, Christmas horror movies because mm-hmm. that's probably my very, very, very favorite sub, sub, sub genre mm-hmm. of movie. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's Halloween and I'm trying really hard to live in the moment and enjoy Halloween because I feel like it always comes and goes so fast and I didn't enjoy it enough. So this year, I'm watching a shit ton of horror movies. I think I'm going to get like two different costumes for different events. And I'm just very excited to be alive right now. I think it's a good time. Well, it's not a good time. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this timeline kind of sucks. But I'm excited for Halloween because I think we might have a Halloween this year. Well, as long as I'm you don't find any like poison candy or like switchblades, you know, you're you're, good, you're you're good to go. Yeah, that too. I mean, that's that's the real threat out there. Not not really the razor blades and the candy or people no, never pe- people people dropping their uh, edibles. Uh, right, nobody wants to give candy. your kid their drugs. Yeah. <laughs> drugs are expensive, okay? Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a, the most annoying, like, <laughs> the most annoying, uh, what do you call it, urban, urban legend. No, no, not at all. But okay, let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight we're talking Trick or Treat release in 2007, directed by Michael Doherty. And this is one of those movies that was in distribution hell for the longest time, it felt like. Uh, so basically what we have here is 
an anthology movie, so we have five interwoven stories that occur yeah. on Halloween. Uh, so we have the everyday high school principal uh, who has a secret life as a serial killer. Uh, you have the college virgin uh, who might, uh, who's basically going to meet this guy uh, who's been picked mm-hmm. out for her. Uh, we have the group of teenagers who are pulling mean pranks against one of their other students. <laughs> Preteens, okay. And uh, we have the woman who loathes the night, uh, who has to uh, contend with her holiday-obsessed husband. Yes. And a mean old man meets his match with the demonic... Brain, what's his his face? Supernatural (laughs) trick-or-treater, a.k.a. Sam. Yeah. And his dangerous lollipop. One of the the great props in this movie. (laughs) absolutely and that sam character he's just so damn adorable like you can't help but like be on his side even when he takes off his mask you're like well it's not ideal but he's still pretty fucking cute <laughs> that's how i feel about it oh but yeah that's just, this is a good movie Let, let's get into it yeah you just so, said that like for the third time i might be a little drunk let's do this yeah so f- before we actually like get into the actual movie in itself obviously mm-hmm. we have the character of sam and we do have rules of halloween uh, that he is looking to protect every single year. Uh, you know, that's always handing out candy means so much. to yes. trick-or-treaters, making sure that you're wearing a costume, not to blow out any jack-o'-lanterns, jack-o'-lanterns before yeah. midnight. Uh, you're supposed to respect the dead, check your candy, uh, and, uh, you know, not take down your decorations before November 1st. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, never hurt the innocent, which does happen quite a bit in this movie. But you have Sam who has his own traditions uh, that he's looking to uphold. His own set of rules. Uh, and, you know, like earlier this week, I reached out to some of our listeners seeing like, hey, like, what are some of your holiday traditions? So I want to start with that and then we'll head into the movie in itself. So I, I figured like the easiest way to do this, we'll just bounce back and forth reading them off and I have them all written down. Um sure. In the show notes, assuming you have them up. I do not. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> I was uh, watching demons before this. <laughs> is that so? Yes. Uh, it's pretty good, but not as good as Bingo Hell. I mean, we're not talking about it now, <laughs> but people should watch that. It's pretty fucking good. Okay, let's talk some traditions. Okay. So our first one comes from one of our Twisted Tuesday regulars, uh, Jessica, a.k.a. Major Look. Uh, she says, we put a Jason or Michael mask on a TV screen and drink any time it fits someone's head during our <gasps> horror marathon. Oh, 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 uh, she also does oh. this for Christmas, using a She's Santa or an man. elf hat. That's pretty amazing. That's a great one. I'm going to do that one today. Well, I need to get it. Once I get my They Live mask, I'm mm-hmm. going to put that on the TV and, and see if that works. Yeah, you need to go. make sure you go around to the grocery stores. Uh, just talk it into your wrist watch about I see, how I got one can see. <laughs> someone can see and then everyone's going to be looking at you like, what What the <laughs> hell is this woman on? <laughs> it's LSD. <laughs> All right. That's a really good one. I'm, I'm keeping that one. I'm using that one, Jessica. All right. Our next one comes from the lane shift. I uh, happened to watch this movie uh, alluding to trick or treat. Uh, mm-hmm. Or Halloween is my one and only rule. You know, that's respectable. I think everyone kind of has their go-to traditional uh, horror piece when it comes to Halloween. And for, uh, I would say, probably like 85% of the fan base, naturally, that's just going to uh, 
drive them towards Halloween itself. Um, more, more than likely the original, or, you know, right. maybe uh, the most recent one. And obviously, you know, we got Halloween Kills coming out here in a couple of weeks, which we're all excited about. Uh, but, you know, I, I appreciate that, because Trick or Treat for me is always the movie that I watch on Midnight, well, at the stroke of Midnight, when it turns into Halloween. So that's always been one of my go-tos that's nice. uh, ever okay. since we got the DVD distribution uh, for Trick or Treat. That's fantastic. I need to come up with some more traditions. I don't really have any Halloween traditions, but I need to have them because my only Halloween tradition, well, to date, a non-tradition is that um, the day before Halloween, I realized that I really do have the spirit of Halloween and that I should have gotten a costume and that I needed to make plans. And then I get really upset. So my, yeah, so that was my old tradition. My new tradition is uh, actually fucking getting my costume in time. So <laughs> Your new tradition is not being one. such a procrastinator, Holly. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, I have a, I really stress out about costumes. Like, mm. I can never find the one that I like. And so that's, that's part of the problem. But, but this year, I've got it. I'm going to be, yeah, the little old lady from the grocery store and they live. And uh, my hubs is going to be uh, Nada. He's really excited about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's never excited about costumes. He really wants to be Roddy Rod Piper. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't mind that. Hmm. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick quick, side note. Uh, our, our They Live episode is actually our most downloaded episode of the podcast. What? Fun fact. Nice. Did you know? It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, next up we have their Terrified and Tipsy podcast, uh, who says chocolate. Oh, and wine, obviously. Uh, uh, they they yes. are a drinking podcast. Uh, one year. <laughs> uh, we dress our dogs up and walk them around the neighborhood. Oh, oh uh, that's so fucking cute. Yeah, one was a football player and the other was a uh, a, a, a referee. <laughs> a referee. <laughs> and I, I remember I remember when I read this uh, this tweet from Terrified and Tipsy, and I was like, oh, sweet, <laughs> Airbud IRL. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, we have a response from Feltmarg, uh, who says, mm. I like to stick on walls in order to scare people. <laughs> mm. You know, I know a lot of people who do that or who pretend to be like the uh, the the decoration or just like the statue like on the porch. Cool. You know, okay. just hiding in the darkness, scared as many people as they can. I respect that. That's pretty cool. All right. All right. Uh, next up, we have Film Floggers. Uh, and this is all on the 31st. Uh, pancakes for breakfast, followed by a 9 a.m. start time for films. Uh, <gasps> a whole pumpkin yeah. pie uh, being sc- oh, consumed throughout the pie. day and whatever else they can get their hands on. Oh, my God. Okay, I love that. So I'm going to do the mask. I'm going to do the pumpkin pie. Yeah, okay. Th- I'm loving this. Okay, okay. What else am I doing? Uh, film floggers also refuse to watch Hocus Pocus for as long as possible. So they want to save that for like the grand finale, it seems oh, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really dig on that. <laughs> yeah, roll into bed, sick as a dog, but victorious after conquering another Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I-, I, yes. I think we've all kind of been there. You know, you've, uh, you've stuffed yourself with <laughs> enough sweets and, uh, you know, alcohol and whatever else yeah it's not, not not always the best mixture but uh you know another one in the books i'm really looking for rager i mean uh there was no halloween last year but uh usually i i oh well let me let's wait till after the list i don't want to i don't want to throw us off track well uh that was the last one that i had at least from uh, okay. the people that sent some in so I do have a, a buddy who used to throw this big Halloween bash and it was so big in his sort of remote little town that he lives in that we'd have to drive there and stay the night. And he had like, 
you know, a couple of different rooms that we could stay in and everybody would dress up and he's like, you know, it's, it was a really good time, but because of COVID, he's not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not last year, not this year either, but another good friend of mine is throwing a big Halloween party and I'm really excited to go to that. So I've got my costume where I'm going to have my costume. Also, that's the, uh, a few days before Halloween, but on Halloween proper, I got tickets to go see the mummies. So I'm really excited about that. Nice. So if you don't know who that is, I can send you some tracks. Ab- absolutely. Like send me some tracks. I'm always open to uh, Halloween good times. Finding new bands. And uh, uh, yes, and, um, and I'm excited to have multiple costumes because that actually really amps up the fun, you know, having two or three mm-hmm. costumes that you can wear to different events. Yeah, see, for me, Halloween's always kind of been a weird thing lately uh, as an adult, primarily because more times than not, I'm usually not home for Halloween. It's mm-hmm. usually like right before one of the conventions that I typically go to uh, to start on November over mm-hmm. in Anaheim. So there's been a lot of years where I've actually had to like skip out on what I would traditionally uh, be doing at home. Uh, and obviously, like I don't have kids, but my sister does. So mm-hmm. uh, usually I, 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 I tend to work on Halloween and then I get off. We do the whole trick or treat in. Uh, and then oh, we usually so watch cute. horror movies at at night. Uh, but usually that's that's mostly been like my nephew and I lately because you know he's really I'm been getting ones. into horror lately. Uh, like we watch Beetlejuice and Hocus Pocus. Perfect. Uh, and like Frankenweenie. Yeah. We're not we're not we're not at that point yet. Uh, he, he'll he'll get there eventually. Um, well, there's that new uh, uh, Del Toro movie, right? The uh, Nightmare uh, Alley. Uh, no, no, uh, don't be afraid of the dark. Maybe it was not him. Oh, or... well, I thought I thought you meant like brand new because that's like Del Toro's next movie coming out. Oh, oh, fuck yes. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. No, I meant the one that came out a couple years for mm-hmm. for the little kitties. I heard it was still pretty good, but you know, it's it's kid it's kid level. Yeah, you know, I'm a grown kid. I can watch scary shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're so <laughs> you're you're so desensitized by all the violence that you've seen on screen. That nothing affects I think you anymore. So. <laughs> I I honestly that's why I'm so late to calling 911 in emergencies, I think. I'm like, this is, there isn't even any blood. He's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I should probably work on that though. Yeah. Okay. I'll work on that. Yeah, you 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 work on that. But anyways, let's talk trick or treat. That's what that's what we're here to talk about tonight. Uh and you know, just just some general tidbits that uh, I, I found interesting about this movie is one, you know, obviously candy is a big part of Halloween, and in this movie mm-hmm. You know, you do have the candy bars being handed out to their trick-or-treaters. Only in this case, you know, they couldn't use any recognizable candy bars uh, that was shown on the camera because mm-hmm. basically everything was either poisoned or they contained razor blades. <laughs> and they couldn't, like, have the brand take on that hit because they'd get sued. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a really good way to go about it, yeah. Yeah, we also have uh, Quinn Lord who played Sam. Uh, he also actually mm-hmm. had an on-screen role as a little boy who peeped on uh, the college girls uh, when they were trying on their costumes at the costume store. Really? <laughs> oh, he's a cutie. Okay. And, you know, other nods that we saw, we had uh, a nod to the changeling when it comes to the gumballs rolling down the stairs at Krieg's uh, house. Cool. After his That's fight, good movie. after mm-hmm. his uh, fight with Sam and Krieg's character is like just a major nod to John Carpenter, especially with the with his face. Uh, they added right. like aesthetics to the face there. Um, we even have like quotes for like the thing uh, when Sam does his whole reattachment with his hand after it's cut off and it reattaches itself to its body. 
It's made a pumpkin. Yeah, I mean, can't uh, can't keep that pumpkin down. <laughs> but anyways, I, yeah, I was. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> let's <laughs> like dead space. Fill it up. Yeah, let's let's get into this. So. Obviously, we, we have interwoven stories here, so there are going to be times where things, like, jump around a little bit and everything kind of collides. Yeah. And, like, one of, one of the major events in this movie is, like, the town celebration for Halloween. Uh, you have a lot of people who are returning home from partying during this Halloween night. Uh, you kind of have this werewolf uh, feast happening over in uh, Sheep's Meadow. Awesome name and a, a great nod to what's to come, uh, which yeah. gets overlooked quite a bit by people you know, the first I time they watch totally it. Totally overlooked that. That's pretty fucking adorable. Like <laughs> Sheep's Meadow, that's perfect. That's so cute. I love it. Yeah. So at the start, we open to Emma and Henry who are returning home from this party uh, downtown at the city, uh, and Emma actually blows out the jack o' lantern before midnight, uh, which Henry advises, you know should really do that you know what if someone's watching you know it goes against tradition uh and you know what one of the early things about this movie that i'm just like people are still doing this you know emma looks at henry and she's like all right you know go, go put on the tape uh so you know henry gleefully goes inside puts on the uh quote oh, no. nature special uh while, while emma's <laughs> outside tearing down all the halloween decorations uh, because on November 1st, her mother is supposed to be in town and she's going to be visiting. Uh, but of course, because she is uh, going against Halloween tradition, she gets attacked by Sam, uh, gets stabbed with the lollipop, of course, which <laughs> comes into play. Uh, and, you know, we, we hear Emma screaming, which does wake Henry up. And of course, you know, we have the moans of this uh, porn tape that's playing on the VCR. Remember VCRs? Yeah, that. <laughs> yes, I do. But like, you know, I remember this movie. It came out in 2007. I'm just remembering like like th they don't have any kids. Like why why is this couple having to like mask their porn? <laughs> like do oh, people still actually do that? Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly Emma's mother comes to visit. And why are they watching? Well, I guess it's 2007. But it's now it's like why do you need a fucking video? <laughs> Go on, go on a subreddit. You're fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just I got a good kick out of that because, like, of course, like it's very cliche to uh, name the tape something that's not actually is right. uh, in this case because you don't want to be too uh, on the nose. But that that's that's typically like always a cop out, like a go to for so many people. <laughs> like you know, be be, be a, a bit more uh, you know inventive with your. Uh, Masquerade names in this case. <laughs> uh, but, you know, regardless of this, you know, Henry wakes up momentarily, but it's too little too late for, for Emma as Sam is dragging her corpse back to the front lawn, uh, basically props her corpse up as one of the Halloween decorations in the front yard. Uh, you know, Henry eventually does come outside and he grabs one of the white sheets, you know, pulls it off. And that's when we dun, see dun, that dun. Emma has basically been lit up like a jack jack o' lantern, and I want to see it was like an oversized lollipop that was stuffed in her mouth, or it might have even been like a hockey puck with how like wide I it was, it was a stretched. Lollipop, that's it was what Sam used to like slit her throat was the jagged edge of the that's lollipop true. that he My... bitten into. It, it does see that's like the obvious go to, but I'm talking about just like how big it was, like width wise. It oh. was a lot bigger than what you would expect for a lollipop to be. 
but I don't know if it was yes. the actual lollipop being used as a prop in that particular scene or if it was something a little bit bigger so the jawline oh, was a bit more saying. stretched. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. I, I agree. Because <laughs> it was, uh, what do you call it, a grotesquely large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So we flash back to the big town Halloween celebration that's going on. And, you know, a lot of people here, a lot of costumes going on. You got the band going in everything. Uh, This is when we meet uh, three of the co-eds who were trying on their costumes, of course, getting peeped on by a young boy uh, as they are changing. And, you know, this is what I appreciate about Horror movies in a nutshell. You know, you have movies that are very tentative when it comes to following the three Bs of horror. Mm-hmm. Boobs is one of them. <laughs> Boobs is one of them. <laughs> um, and, you know, in this case, this movie didn't really have a ton of nudity in it. But there there was enough uh, teases in it to kind of, like, make up for that. And, you know, later on with... Uh, these females, you know, that's when you kind of get like the big unveiling, and that's really one that was like really the eye popping scene that I had when I watched this. I was like, oh my gosh, like this scene is fucking dope. At the very end, you mean when they change? Yes, the transformation. Oh scene. yes, but we'll we'll yes. get there. But you know, that's I appreciate wonderful scene, very fantastic. I loved it too. I I appreciate you know when it comes to Halloween, of course, you know all of these ladies are picking out the. Uh, the slutty the, version of the, the, the slutty, you know, fairy tale esque version. So you know, you got little Bo Peep, uh, Snow White, Cinderella, and uh, Anna Paquin is dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really showing too much. It's more of an old fashioned uh, type costume, which with the girls are like kind of poking fun. It's at tradition. Her about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't dress sexy until you pop that cherry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they meant, right? Like, yeah. that was a tradition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this is when Cinderella asked the clerk out uh, to Sheep's Meadow tonight for this party. And, you know, some of the other girls also find dates later on in this movie. Uh, so, you know, we, are, we already got, like, the opening pieces to the big feast unveiling later on. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we meet Charlie, uh, who is shown walking back from trick-or-treating. Uh, and, you know, this little shit, you know, he's walking back to his house. You gotta feel sorry for him, smashing, though. The guy from that Santa. <laughs> smashing every single pumpkin in oh, his sight. so annoying. <laughs> and, of course, what happens? He walks up to this candy bowl that has, like, one of the one-limit signs that really no one in the right mind, especially a kid, is going to... Uh, adhere to, especially, like, if they're out trick-or-treating by themselves. I think if their parents uh, are there, it's kind of like a different situation, right? Clearly you weren't <laughs> raised Catholic. Okay, <laughs> let's go on. And, uh, you know, he immediately takes a handful, like any kid would do, uh, in this case. But, you know, we have the whole, uh, hand-in-the-cookie-jar situation going on when his principal returns home. Uh, and basically he's like, man, Charlie, you know, that can't be good for your diabetes. <laughs> and needless to say, it's not for, for him. Uh, the principal no, actually, that was <laughs> thing, yes, actually. <laughs> sits out on the front porch beside Charlie, uh, and he you know, just tosses his cookies, man. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, it, I'm thinking like he didn't ingest that much chocolate, but then you think, oh wait, he's mm-hmm. been eating chocolate all night. So yep. that is totally feasible. 
Yep, and that's it's, and that's how I view my movies, my horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that is totally. Could that feasible. actually happen? <laughs> yes. Okay. You don't have to suspend your disbelief for too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the principal who is finishing his pumpkin carving, which I'll be honest, wasn't the best. You know, his 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 line work was not good. Uh, he definitely overextended <laughs> some of his cuts in this case. Uh, but you know, that's not the point of the scene. The whole point of this scene. Uh, is, you know, the principal telling Charlie, you know, tonight's all about respecting the dead. And, you know, Charlie looks like he's about to uh, upchuck. And when when I'm saying, like, this kid is going to vomit, like, it oh. is aggressive oh, 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 oh. and violent. <laughs> Only on Halloween could you get away with that, at, like, pretending that's a decoration, which is the beauty of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Getting away with murder. Yeah, so this scene always kind of reminds me of, like, the family guy vomit gag. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, this scene goes on for what feels like an eternity. And it's not just, like, a one-time, like, a once-and-done thing for Charlie. It happens, like, three or four times during this gag, and the chocolate vomit is just everywhere in the front porch, going all the way down the steps to the sidewalk below. Uh, and, you know, what, what I found so interesting about this is, like, all of the, like, blood and the vomit in this movie was, like, heated up overnight, and it was all edible. Because <laughs> oh, it was, like, it was oh, all chocolate. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> I can watch all the eyeballs popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can watch, like, you know... Just all sorts of manner of horror, but please don't talk like that about fucking vomit, because I'm about to lose my own cookies right now. <laughs> well, hey, like the uh, the the corn syrup and pig's blood, you know, is fine, the but the uh, you know chocolate vomit, completely different story. But anyways, uh, needless to say, because Charlie's vomiting so much, he ends up fainting on the front porch, and we see mm-hmm. the principal dragging him inside the house. Uh, only to be interrupted by Morphe's students who were out trick-or-treating. Those little shits. Oh, yeah, and of course, among this group is Sam. Uh, and, you know, right away, like, you can tell something is off about Sam, you know, because you hear this cat meowing in his bag as it's colliding up against the porch steps. <laughs> <laughs> That's right! That was so fucking funny, I love that. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, wait, what? Like, no, no. You're not going to say anything about this? Like, what the hell is like, going eh. on? <laughs> but of course, like, yeah. the, the students, like, mistake the blood on uh, on a principal's yeah. shirt as, you know, just his costume. Uh, but, like, the boy kind of, like, seems to be, like, not too convinced that it's actually a costume in this case. But the girl seems... The little pirate? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's like, yeah, I've got my own shit to do. So they, they go ahead and leave anyway. Right. Which is like, yeah, what are you going to do? You're a kid. That's the principal. Like, you're just, mm-hmm. you're going to go ahead and walk away from that. Yeah, so having a, a, a dead kid on his hands, uh, he takes Charlie to the backyard and goes to bury the corpse in the backyard, only for his son Billy to call out from his bedroom. I, <laughs> I was going to say, Billy is probably one of my favorite characters in this movie, just because mm. he's so freakishly, freakishly adorable. And he has really good comedic timing. Which I know is just editing and direction, but mm. still, that little kid pulled it off, and he was so cute, and he was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> just I don't, be quiet. Don't forget, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch Charlie Brown. That kid's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the just a mess of red curls. He was so cute. 
And he then, then later you find out he's he's a fucking you know psychopath. But that's beside I the mean point. they they We're both are. You know, being a serial yes. killer kind of runs in the family in this case. Yes, uh, nurture and nature, right there. He wasn't gonna get away with that. Yeah, well, I need to say, like, during the whole burying process, the dog next door kind of peeks his head through the fence opening. Uh, now, every time you see a dog, do you ever think, in a, a dog in a horror movie, I always think to myself, you leave that dog alone. Like, you better not hurt that dog. Like, I just, I can't. I think everybody feels the same way, right? Like, you gotta, I, I feel like it's been more that way since John Wick than prior. Okay. Uh, I, you know, you just, I still don't want to see a dog get messed with, but, you know, it happens every once in a while in movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Just keep telling but, yourself But, that. yeah, no, nobody wants to see animal cruelty, and uh, those who do just turn to Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I was going to make you a know? comment about Jeez. that. <laughs> if that's your bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. There you uh, go. <laughs> so, you know, with, with this dog being a little shit, the principal's like, all right, I'll throw you, I'll throw you a bone, quite literally, because he rips one of the fingers off and tosses it to Spike. Which, <laughs> it's just evidence, really? Yeah. You're going to throw a fucking little piece of evidence? I mean, I guess that kid's probably not been fingerprinted, but that's DNA. Mm-hmm. Shit. That was not smart. But then again, it doesn't really matter in the end. So, onward. Yeah, it turns out that uh, Charlie isn't fully gone quite yet. And you see the principal constantly, like, trying to uh, kick him while he's down. And that, of course, like, hearing all this uh, ruckus next door draws the ire of his neighbor, uh, who starts to, like, hold this conversation with him. And even, like, quips, like, hey, what are you doing down there? You hiding a body? (laughs) Which, of course, he is. uh, But he doesn't know that in this case. What's his name? Brian? It's uh, Brian or something? Brian? Are you talking about his neighbor? Yes, the actor who plays his neighbor. Oh, that's, well, I don't have the actor's name offhand. He's my favorite Brian of all time. I love that man. He's so awesome. Yeah, he's the one who plays Kareem. I'm pulling up the IMDb. Mm-hmm. And he was also in Super Troopers. It's uh, Brian Cox. Oh, awesome. And he was also in uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. He did fantastic in mm-hmm. that. He's just great all around. If I met that man, I wouldn't bother him because that's what they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, so after this little back and forth, you know, uh, Krieg basically tells him, hey, like, I got a shotgun over my fireplace <laughs> and an NRA membership. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not afraid to use it, but then uh, the principal's just like, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's just me, you know, everything's fine over here. And they just go about their business in this case. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately for Krieg, uh, he is a visitor at this point in time, which we'll learn about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, you know, we see the principal heading back inside, uh, to get the, the living shit scared out of him by his son, who's wearing a Halloween costume in this case, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, and the two of them are going to proceed with, uh, one of their traditions, which is carving, carving a pumpkin. Oh, well, not a pumpkin carving. in this case, carving a yeah. severed head of Charlie in this case. And, and the little boy <laughs> needs help with the eyes. And don't mm-hmm. forget, Dad, I need help with the eyes. It was so cute. Yeah, and, and, wh- and, and creepy. Yeah, and one of those <laughs> moments that is just so effective is it leads you on to believe that the dad is going to kill the son in this case because you see him yes. grasping his son's head. And you think he's going to plunge yeah. that cleaver, cleaver, chef's knife, right into his little tiny skull. And and he does sort of plunge it, and then you find out that, no, it was the head of that one kid, which I guess means that he severed the head before he went inside, because the... 
The, well, the kid was still alive poke... in the backyard is the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, let's not poke holes. Yeah, maybe maybe he uh, he used the uh, the shuffle to, uh, you know, the remove the head, decapitate him, yeah, then okay. brought it back inside. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go with that. You know, there we go. <laughs> that's that, perfect. That's See? what happened. That was after his that's screaming. That's feasible. Yeah. Yeah, feasible. Let's move on. But yeah, it's just, it's a whole, all right, this time I want to carve a scary face in this one. <laughs> but I'm like, man, that's, that's, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, and then you kind of get this sort of like weird little sense of like, oh, like, you know, they're bonding. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, daddy son time. Although it was hilarious where he was really annoying earlier because <laughs> he wouldn't stop screaming out the window. Ah. But yeah, that was that was a very cute scene. I liked it, and that's the whole point of the movie, where it's it's fairly gruesome, but there's such a really sweetness to mm-hmm. it that it's just it's just lovable. Yeah. So you come out with like a really fun, fun, fun Halloween lovable movie. Yeah, it's it's wholesome. Uh, it's wholesome. And then you know we we <laughs> go from carving a separate head to the sex party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was cool. Like that's the that's the lady I want to be. Yes. I don't think I'm that far behind. I think I'm only like 10, 15 years younger than that lady. <laughs> but I was like, uh huh. Life can still be fun. Yeah. So uh, the trick or treaters uh, during the scavenger hunt. Uh, continue their trick or treating, and they walk in on Mrs. Henderson's uh, Halloween sex party. Yeah. Uh, and you know, right off you the bat, you know, booze. yeah, she you offers the kids drink. something to drink. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, it'll be be our little secret, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then that little pirate boy was like, I mean, I, I forget how intuitive kids can, or how smart kids can be, even at a young age, because he's mm. clearly like what, like maybe eleven. Well, I guess he's old enough because he's probably like eleven or twelve, right? Because even though he's small. Mm-hmm. Like what they're talking about, they're probably around eleven or twelve. And he was just like, "Was that so and so dressed like a hot dog?" What do you say? Like, like yeah, it was butt fucking a pig. Butt fucking a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shit, <laughs> yeah, you guys better move along." <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what you were seeing. You know, a little bit of grinding action on the uh, on the floor there. It's Halloween, man. Yeah, you know that's just an every <laughs> everyday Halloween thing. <laughs> Uh, but but anyway, so after after uh, avoiding getting uh, you know alcohol from uh, someone that we, uh, from Mrs. Henderson, who we find out later is uh, amongst the pack, uh, you know they come across this house that has just a surplus. Wait, yeah. Did you say amongst the pack? Yeah, I missed her. Really? Yeah, she's she's one of the werewolves. Nice. Mrs. Henderson is awesome. <laughs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> so the trick-or-treaters come across this house that is just a plethora of carved pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, we see Schrader, who's meeting up, uh, asking Rhonda uh, whether or not she was the one who carved all the pumpkins herself. And he is cute bait. So he's the cute boy there to bait the girl. Yeah, he he is the distraction to set up the prank. Uh, That's right. Was was this the kid that was in Kyle X Y? I'm pretty sure it was. I remember seeing him in something. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. That sounds know. right because he has a very familiar face. I don't think uh, I watched Kyle X Y. But anyway, so uh, Rhonda says like, yeah, you know, I I did all of this, and she's really big on. The tradition of Halloween and you know she even makes her own costumes and you know this uh year she is dressed up as a witch. Uh so this will lead on to uh one of the interwoven stories of the school bus massacre 
all that happens at the rock quarry. But, you know, there's a lot of jumping around here because we head yeah. back to uh, the Halloween celebration that's happening downtown. And we see this couple uh, making out and, you know, this girl is getting uh, bitten by this vampire. It's oh. a pretty hot scene and she was a pretty cute girl. I was like, ooh. Ooh, makes me want to go to New Orleans or something. <laughs> yep, and, uh, you know, of course, the vampire ends up drawing blood. Uh, and, you know, the woman screams and she runs off. But, of course, you know, as this whole party is going on, uh, you know, kind of reminiscent of, like, the Scream 2 opening. You know, everyone kind of right. mistakes her as just, like, this belligerent drunk right. or just part of the act or the celebration. Right. Uh, oh, I, there's that great part where like she's got her throat sort of bleeding and hurt, mm -hmm. and then she and then somebody calls her a drunk because she's trying to hold on to people to ask for help, and then she turns around and she sees a group of friends that have the exact same uh, uh, wound markings, like they're like you know like they've been attacked by a, like a vampire or slashed around the throat, but they're of course fake, they're they're costumes, and so it's like basically the realization like oh no, I look like I'm in costume. Yeah, it was neat. Uh, I'm sorry, I was a little boring now that I think about it, but <laughs> I thought it was, I was like, oh yeah, look at me, I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the vampire finishes the kill and props this woman's corpse up against the barbershop window, uh, which leads us to the Halloween school bus massacre, which is this town legend, mm -hmm. uh, where 30 years ago... On a late story. Halloween afternoon. Ooh. A school I bus. Okay, you do story. I do sound effects. Yeah. A school bus was on its usual route. Ooh. The school bus uh wasn't your for your typical kids. There were eight troubled and disturbed children. The town's dirty little secrets. On that day the driver took a different route. Instead of taking oh. the kids home, the driver <laughs> took them to the rock quarry. No. Yes. Oh, no. I, <laughs> and then what happened? I don't know what noises to do now. I just did a crow <laughs> twice. Uh, the parents offered the driver cash in exchange for getting rid of the kids once and for all. Man, so the, what a bunch of bastards. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's well, to, sad. To, to be oh. fair, I guess in some cases, the parents probably thought their kids were bastards. But, you know, in this case, I'm calling the parents bastards because, uh, you know, well, they're trying to get rid of the evidence. First of all, absolutely. Yes. But, you know, <laughs> like it's that they, they sort of played up the whole like, you know, just being like, well, not that much. Just there was a couple of words to say, like, you know, like they were just so worn out from from from. uh providing care to mm. their very very like uh you know uh special needs kids and which is really really sad and it's just like but it's not as sad as these poor little kids dressed up in their old costumes put like in chains on a bus yep. and driven off a cliff although did you notice that a little continuity issue um one of the kids were these checking the chains i could have sworn they had old hands those weren't kid hands those were old hands well, i mean not old, old hands but like adult hands you know if I'm not mistaken, most of the trick-or-treaters in this movie, because this movie were was shot at night, uh -huh. were played by uh, little people. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. All right. So okay. that's why, because a lot of the kids couldn't work that late because uh, of school. I feel like maybe Hollywood isn't that nice towards child actors. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that, now they are. <laughs> uh, 
He's like, oh, he I, that's oh, that wow. is, that is a slippery slope, Holly. <laughs> I was yes for I, more yeah. for more reasons than one because of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so on this school bus, one of the students breaks free from the chains, uh, but inadvertently. Uh, drives the school bus off the cliff into the water because he wants to go home. He just yeah. wants to go home. Yeah, and this is the one who uh, basically knew, like, you know, you're hey, you're going to run away because he was basically like counting like the addresses. I, I want to say is what he was doing because he was like, and apparently knew how to work off. a fucking stick. Nah. I mean, I don't even know how to work a stick. <laughs> well, not I that. Seriously, don't know how to work. A stick. Not that well, apparently, because all he knows how to do is to drive forward when he needed to go back. It's more than I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, in some cases, all you need to do is just move forward. But uh, that wasn't the time. Uh, but anyways, uh, the driver managed to survive the accident, but was never heard from again. Or so you're led to believe because you hear the wheezing uh, of this school bus oh. driver when he gets out of the water. And that was kind of added for continuity yes. purposes, because we do hear that from Krieg. Uh, mm -hmm. who is the principal's neighbor in this case, which we come to yes. find out later. He was Cox. said bus driver. That, and, oh my gosh, what a great actor. Because you kind of, you feel the sadness and the the sort of, a, yeah, he survived, but now he has to live with the shitty thing he did. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, it's it's like the heaviness of a shitty life, you know? Good stuff. It's good stuff. But uh, one of the uh, trick-or-treaters, a little girl in the um, angel costume, Mm -hmm. that's the sister from dead to me and i was like fuck yeah i haven't seen that, that actress a while and around so it was kind of it was kind of neat to see her of course this was like 11 years ago but yeah <laughs> right uh so all of these jack-o-lanterns that uh the trick-or-treaters brought were to represent one of the lost souls that were lost on uh, the school bus massacre oh. uh, so their plan was to leave them out by the lake as an offering to the kids who had died uh, and then at this point, you know, we hear uh, Rhonda hearing werewolves off in the distance. Uh, and that's when she and uh, the pirate kid are going down the elevator down to the quarry where all of the other trick-or-treaters are already at at this mm -hmm. time. And this is one of the interesting scenes because this is the prank scene where, you know, you kind of like see the jack-o'-lantern uh, flames get it extinguished one by one. And you hear like the cries for help. Uh, and of course, Rhonda, uh, eventually hits the bottom of the quarry. Uh, she's, like, freaking out. The boy doesn't want to go anywhere. He stays behind on the elevator. Rhonda, uh, is going out to investigate, like, okay, what the heck is going on here? She's sweet. She's like, you stay here. I'll take care of you. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. Rhonda, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kid has the keys and everything. Uh, and Rhonda finds the school bus, as we still see it, like, sitting there in the water that's a good like visual you know just half in half out mm -hmm. cover like just like a mini little bog it's 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 a cool scene yeah plus, it's, it's nice plus you also have some of the halloween mess that the kids were wearing yes on the school Floating bus around. as well yeah and that's when of course we realize that this is all a prank as her leg is grabbed by this creature uh ronda runs off screaming stumbles like most horror movies would have you, uh, drops her glasses mm -hmm. in the process. Her very thick glasses. Yeah, so which... That, I mean, I noticed that. I was like, oh, man, she's blind now. Yeah, which get broken because uh, they get run over. Mm -hmm. uh, and she ends up slipping and falling into the water. 
as all of the other trick-or-treaters pull off their masks to, you know, reveal who they actually are. Pointing and laughing. Have they not seen Carrie? For fuck's sake, you can't <laughs> treat people like this. You can't treat people like this. Yeah, <sighs> and of course, uh, Schrader was one of was one of the better ones about it, saying the like, "The boy Bates, hey, yes. yeah, the boy Bates, like, hey, can't you see, like, she's scared shitless, like, no, like, we we need to leave." And of course, you know, when they do decide to leave, all of the trick or treaters get attacked by the dead kids from the school mm-hmm. bus massacre. So you know they get their comeuppance. That's what you fucking get. And Rhonda leaves them to die. Bam. Yeah, she thinks about it. She's <laughs> like, "Now you guys fucking suck." That's what you get. That's what you fucking get. And then she gets up to the top of the elevator, you know, gets out of the quarry sort of underground area and sees Sam Mm -hmm. in the distance. But she's pulling her little wagon and they just sort of like kind of go their separate ways. And uh, and I was like, because I was, you know, like, oh, is he going to fuck with her? Nope. You know, because she has not broken any of the rules. She makes her costumes. She Mm -hmm. carves pumpkins. She's a good little Halloweener. And she's respecting the dead in this case. Because mm-hmm. she's the one That's who right. carved all of the pumpkins to uh, uh-huh. to leave for the pump- dead in this case. All right. I'm going to carve pumpkins this year. I'm going to eat pumpkin pie. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah. Your friends uh, putting a mask on the TV mm-hmm. and then taking a drink every time a person's face lines up with it. That's genius. And have you ever heard of a Halloween tree? Like a Christmas tree, but with Halloween stuff. I, you know, I, I know quite a few people who do that. I, I also have a lot of friends who just leave their decorations up all year long when it comes to, uh, to Christmas. They're, they're not decorations then. They're just decor. All right. It's, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's a subtle difference, yeah, I but uh, I think there's magazines about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So we're done with the storyline. Pretty nice and cute. Tied up in a bow. Done. Yeah. So, uh. We head back to Little Red Riding Hood, uh, who is being stalked uh, on this pathway in the woods uh, by the vampire from before. And, uh, you know, we we kind of see, like, her older sister who, you know, makes this comment, like, you know, she was always She's the, the runt the of the runt family. Of the yeah. litter, in this case. Uh, and the vampire is basically just going to try to attack Red Riding Hood next, ends up biting her. Uh, and then right after that, you know, we see this red cloak falling from the tree line uh, oh. over in Sheep's Meadow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I, I I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, all right, you know, I, we can see where this is going. Uh, and, you know, the older sister mistakes it for Lori, uh, but it's actually the vampire who is mm-hmm. being uh, played by uh, Principal Wilkins in this case. That's a that's a really famous actor too, but I cannot remember his name because he always plays sort of like, you know, side roles. It's not mm-hmm. like he's always. It's not like he's like the star of, of the movie whenever he's in a movie. But he's been like in a million and a half movies. Yeah. So uh, we have the Snow White uh, removing the vampire teeth from Stephen Wilkins in this she case. Is nice. And uh, you know he's about to be her first. And, you know, Ah, Wilkins looks over and sees that uh, there's a bunch of other guys at this gathering who have all been mauled to death. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, Lori's just over there, you know, pretty nervous about, you know, this being her first time. You know, she's drinking to kind of like ease into it. You know, she needs a little liquid courage in her system uh, before she fully unveils herself. Uh, And, you know, this is 
one of my favorite parts in this movie. It is. It's uh, a great scene. Because, you know, when it comes to werewolves in horror, obviously there are always going to be the like the go-tos. Like everyone's gonna look at the Howlin and American Werewolf in London. Right. But, for those transformations. Yeah. And late phases. Am I the only person that loves late phases? I, I push this I movie so, so hard. I push this movie so hard, and everybody's like, oh. That one I, with the old dude. I'm I like, think, fuck you. This movie's fucking amazing. I think but the you. problem with it isn't so much the movie. It's the fact that people have the Howlin' and American Werewolf on such a high pedestal that everything just looks like crap in comparison. But I don't know. This movie, I don't know what it is about uh, uh, senior citizens being badasses in horror movies that really scratches <laughs> an itch. Like, I love this shit. I was just talking to Bingo Hell. I'm going to hold off till the end. Mm-hmm. But let me just say, that's one of my new favorite movies. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, this, this, uh, the, the dance scene, the transformation scene, uh, where you see these beautiful women like dancing and, uh, and just, uh, but you gotta love the fact that they go, the, 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 the movie still gives you the gratuitous sex or not the gratuitous sex, the gratuitous nudity, mm-hmm. and, but they follow it up right away with like some really grotesque transformation where it's just, you know, oh, that's a nice boob. We're going to rip it right <laughs> off. <laughs> and and unlike some of those other transformations like Werewolf in London, the transformation isn't painful. It actually seems like they're just taking off clothes, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, like it's... um. It's, it's kind of nice. I don't know. I liked it. Well, it's, you know, so it's, it's like they, take, they take off their... It's a take on the wolves in sheep's clothing. Exactly. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, so, and I love how slowly it goes. It goes mm-hmm. like, I'm taking off my shirt. I'm taking <laughs> off my bra. And then you're like, ooh, boobs. I'm taking off my boobs. And you're like, shit. <laughs> and like right underneath the skin, though, is this like bushy, 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 like wolf hair. <laughs> which is uh, werewolf hair, that is, which is really fun. <laughs> so that was cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah, but what, what I was initially saying was, you know, when it comes to werewolf transformations, obviously there are really good and really bad ones. There are definitely mm-hmm. movies or TV series that have skimmed the budget when it comes to transformation scenes. Where What's it the just, bad one that you remember? Um, Okay, I in one of the creep shows, uh, the series on Shudder, I can't uh-huh. remember if it was in one of the specials or if it was in one of the episodes. They did a transformation scene, uh, and they did it entirely through one of the comic cells, like the comic oh, panels, instead of actually okay. showing it You're on like, screen. Cheat. It was like a drawing, <laughs> so it was like animated. Um, but what's great about this one is, you know, it was practical effects with a little bit of CGI, but it wasn't purely CGI because the CGI ones always yeah. look fucking terrible. Um, but with yes. werewolves in particular. There has been a severe lack of female werewolf transformations and it in is cinema. An outrage. <laughs> and, and I will write a letter, dear Hollywood. Yeah, dear Hollywood, give us more <laughs> female werewolves. Uh, and this is the same crew oh. who did the uh, the Lycans in Underworld, uh, mm-hmm. which is cool. But you know what? What sets it up so perfectly is you have that uh, Marilyn Manson rendition of Sweet Dreams. Uh, during right. this whole like seductive uh, climbing mm-hmm. on top of Stephen Wilkins and you have the whole stripping of the clothing and you see the pupils changing uh, on on Anna Packin's, you know, eyes and everything. Yeah, that was pretty. 
and then you th then you see like the true self and it's just like you see like the bone structure changing on her spine yes. and everything and and as soon as she like leads back and her jaw opens and you see like the werewolf Unhinges, teeth yeah. i'm just like oh my god like this is fucking awesome this one from erotic to not <laughs> and i've got to respect that yeah this but is Anna uh, Paquin needs to be more famous than she is i feel like she's really put in her hours mm -hmm. in really quality films and i feel like she's not i mean she is a household name everybody knows who anna paquin is but i think we should need we need to be seeing more of her you know like she's she's fucking solid and that's that's something that we should respect but back to the werewolves but yeah, uh the and worst werewolf that i saw was in a movie called uh little red riding hood or maybe it was just red riding hood there's had, been too was, many uh, red riding hood movies for me to know which one you're talking about because all is, of those go to like straight to dvd <laughs> Uh, this is the one because um, I was going through my Eric Balfour phase where I had the real huge hots for Eric Balfour. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, he's um, he's an actor and uh, he I mean, he does. He's been in some hits, but then but a lot of, the, you know, more he does like, you know, sort of like more indie movies. And that's me being nice. But uh, so but he was the only good thing about this movie. And I feel like they fucked him so bad because I'm willing to bet. The when actors sign up for a movie and they're like, okay, so here's the plot. There's a werewolf, and then you're gonna <laughs> fight the werewolf. It's 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 a CGI. And it's mm -hmm. gonna look amazing. He's like, okay, okay, I got this. And so they act their little heart out. They act their little heart out, and then they go home. And they're like, hey man, I got my paycheck. Can't wait for this movie to come out. It should be pretty good. And then they fucked him on the CGI. The CGI was so fucking sad that i they should like write an apology to all of their viewers it was and that's how i feel about werewolves yeah see there's no middle ground they're either really great no middle ground or really terrible they're so <laughs> terrible that one was so terrible but yeah and <laughs> it like, was like <laughs> with with this one obviously this one had more of an erotic approach to it uh which, which was different uh, but it was also just the fact that because of that it was a slow tease so you know you had uh, Lori scratching her back with her claws, uh, which draws mm -hmm. blood on her back, and that's when she, mm -hmm. you know, strips her skin off as just, like, you know, taking out clothes in this case when she unveils her true form. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, as this werewolf feast is happening, or, or whatever you want to call it, you know, Sam is just looking on, <laughs> you know, like, alright. out. <laughs> just, just chilling, making sure everything's happening according to plan. No foul play over here. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just finishing my candy. Yeah. You know, werewolves <laughs> got to eat, you know. <laughs> ah, but yeah, such, a, a, yeah. such an Very awesome satisfying. scene. And I and yes, and then you get to have that satisfaction of the serial killer that we saw earlier mm -hmm. get his comeuppance, which oh, is uh, you're gonna important in a horror movie. Yeah, you're, you're going to target these women. Oh, you're going to get your comeuppance. There you go, you asshole. And now he's going to raise your super cute serial killer son. The state. That's who. Hey, maybe he's going to get raised by wolves. You don't know. I hope so, because that would be an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> he learned how to, like, work with other people in a pack. Mm -hmm. He learned how to scratch behind his ear. Yeah. Um, he learned uh, how to... Um, I don't know. I feel like those are the big ones. Drink you know, from just <laughs> uh, you know, you can't you can't teach him like the bad things like drinking out of a toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, I bet that kid already does it. He seemed like a little hellion. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're we're headed back to trick or treating, uh, where we see 
Uh, the trick-or-treaters being hesitant to knock on one of the houses in their neighborhood, uh, which belongs to Krieg, uh, the bus driver. Mm. Yes. And, you know, eventually they go up, they knock on the door, and they're greeted by these glowing eyes uh, in the darkness, and they run off as they're chased by uh, Krieg's dog. <laughs> He's so cute. He's like a Jack Russell Terrier or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, I know what the dog looks like. I just don't know my breeds that well. But he's a little tiny, cute-ass little fucking dog. And, uh, and yeah, he's just adorable. So that, and you know what? That's what makes this uh, character sort of like, um, you know, you kind of feel for him a little bit because he did a horrible, horrible thing and mm-hmm. he's living with it his whole life. But he's got this cute-ass dog which, you know, makes you feel sorry for him a little bit because you're like, oh, cute-ass dog. You can't be that bad. <laughs> well, Halloween you know, is just a yearly reminder. Yeah. But you know what? It worked for him, mm-hmm. but it didn't work for um, Buffalo Bill. Well, it also didn't work for the dog. No. <laughs> Poor little dog. Yeah, that, yeah. that, 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 that you dog. You leave that dog alone! <sighs> they didn't. That's, that's, the only, that's the only bad thing Sam did in this movie. <laughs> They kind of gloss over it too. Like you don't really get to see too much of it. It's like a pretty quick, mm-hmm. you know, bap, bap. and uh, yeah. But but yeah. So, anyways, dog. as uh, as the dog scares off the trick or treaters, uh, Krieg swipes the kids' bags of candy, uh, <laughs> brings them inside, and that's when we hear you know the creaking of the gate uh, as he looks out the window, mm-hmm. uh, and we see an egg getting thrown at the window. Uh, in this case, by Sam. Uh, so, you know, Krieg grabs his baseball bat, you know, looks to scare Sam off. Uh, and, you know, Spike has made his way outside to munch on, uh, you know, Charlie's <laughs> severed finger from earlier. Right, because the, the chronology is funky. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we're basically seeing, uh, you know, the old man's perspective. And, you know, something I forgot to mention is uh, during a conversation between the principal and his neighbor, uh, when they head back inside, he actually hears his neighbor calling for help, and the principal ignores the cries for help and heads back inside to, you know, busy. Car- carve the skull, uh, in this case. Uh, so, while the dog is outside, Sam takes an opportunity to sneak uh, into Krieg's house. And, you know, it's not long before Spike is hearing something else at the front door. Uh, and, you know, the man opens the door, sees that there are jack-o'-lanterns scattered <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. And just when it looks like he's about to smash one of the pumpkins, uh, mm-hmm. he heads back inside when he hears Spike barking again. Man, that that dog is just causing a ruckus, uh, time and time again. He's a good so, boy. So at this point, you know, Krieg is just pissed. You know, he's like, "All right, fuck it. I'm grabbing my shotgun over the fireplace mantle." You know, he's heading upstairs to check out what Spike is mm-hmm. barking at, and that's when we hear. Uh, Spike whimpering, uh, and the and Krieg is in hot pursuit. Uh, you know we're hearing like these really light footsteps all around us, uh, and Krieg heads inside to find that his wall has basically been covered in different like trick or treat sayings, uh, which yeah. I want to say were like painted in blood in this case. Which is funny because the last time you see that in other movies, they're usually like you know religious passages mm-hmm. that are really creepy. <laughs> which is why i like trigger too because it's just like it's just halloween stuff man like we're not we're not being too creepy we're just being a little creepy right i dig it but I, dig uh, it a lot. I mean sam also digs it because he also digs straight into 
Trig's Achilles heel using his oh, uh, his switchblade. Every blade. time, every time a pet cemetery, man. Oh. Oh. It hurts. It hurts. It burns us. <laughs> yeah, Krieg Krieg does manage to fire his shotgun. Uh, but I you have know, to say, I mean, going back to the Achilles heel, I don't. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like areas of your body? And maybe we shouldn't reveal this to people. <laughs> But like things that drive me crazy to think about, even Achilles heel is one. Okay, nipples is another one. And there's another. Are one. you talking about like know. specifically when it comes to like kills? Things getting sliced. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. See, nipples, like Achilles heels. I'm more in regards to with some torture sequences, anything involved in like teeth or piercing. In some cases, Pier piercing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, isn't it funny how if a if a kill is is really quick, it's much you know, and then there's like a bunch of blood and gore, it's mm -hmm. much easier than if it's like I'm putting a knife point to your skin. We're gonna watch it just very slowly break it, and we're going through like uh, that is much worse to me than somebody doing a quick slash, and then just like a bunch of like fucking intestines rolling on the ground. Well, that's because your imagination <laughs> is your own worst enemy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I can't do drugs because mm -hmm. my imagination yeah. is too much. You, you know, mm -hmm. you're just gonna wander, and who knows where you're gonna end up in this case? It's called a spiral, and it, you end up at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, but just. Yes. I mean, Craig also hits <laughs> hits rock bottom when he uh, stumbles he down the stairs in, in this case. Bottom. You know, like oh, yes. okay. he falls down the <laughs> stairs. You know, his hands are basically like caked in glass from from something i don't know what necessarily breaks in this scene uh to cause all the cuts on his oh, hand life uh but we we do have Lee the Brian alone we do have the the gumball dropping down the stairs which was as i mentioned a nod to the changeling isn't that such a good movie the changeling oh fuck you know shit. when insidious came out Ooh, the amount of good one. the amount of people who didn't realize how many nods there were to the changeling in that mm -hmm, movie, and this mm -hmm. is, I'm talking more to like kids younger than me, like kids who were like in their twenties. There, mm -hmm. are, there are a lot of people in that age who have never heard of the changeling. So when Insidious came it's, out, they thought this yeah. is the most original horror movie I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not, well, I'm not taking anything away from Insidious, but there are uh -huh. a lot of sequences. That were directly taken from the Changeling. <laughs> Agreed, but the Changeling, you know, it's it, to their, you know, to 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 be nice to them. It's just mm -hmm. also like nobody, like you don't hear about the Changeling like that much. Right. I hear about the Changeling like when you have like a hundred best horror movies, then you hear about the mm -hmm. Changeling. If somebody's like twenty best horror movies, you're not gonna hear about the Changeling. But the Changeling is so fucking solid. Although it does have some slow parts, but that little fucking twist. Mm -hmm. That fucking twist is so deep, and like somebody stabbing you in the gut and turning it. It's so fucking good. But trick or treat, gumballs down the stairs. Yep. You know, Krieg at this point, basically just trying to unlatch all the locks, gets jumped by your boy Sam, uh, who is yeah. crawling on the fucking ceiling. Like, this little demon shit can do it all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, that's probably one of the, the, the reasons why this movie is so fun is that you have um you get emotionally invested in Sam mm -hmm. and then you get emotionally invested in the people he attacks as well. So when the the action happens, you're literally kind of your loyalties are going back and forth. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and it's 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 more fun that way because it's it's not like you are all you already know what's gonna happen. I mean, you already kind of know what's gonna happen, but uh, you you. you it's just more exciting. You know, it's kind of like, it's more exciting to see your high school, you know, football team playing your neighbor high school team rather than playing like the guys from across the fucking, you know, Mm -hmm. country, you know, it's just like the rivalry. Right. So you get the, uh, and I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think for me, the most intriguing thing about this story that's interwoven is yes, it is a continuation of the school bus massacre. But initially, you know, you're trying to think, well, what has Krieg actually done to, like, disobey Sam's rules right. in this case? Because well, really the only know, thing right? he did was, like, take the kid's candy uh, yeah. after Spike scared him off. So, you know, you're still trying to figure that out, but we will get that, yes. you know, uh, revelation here. Like, he really had a coming. In a little bit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, Krieg overpowers Sam and throws him up against the wall a lot enough uh, for him to, you know, call out for help uh, for to the principal, uh, who ignores his pleas uh, in this case. Uh, so Sam lunges on him yet again, uh, and Krieg tears away at Sam's mask, revealing uh, his <laughs> his true form. <laughs> Which is not good looking. Uh, it's it's not the worst, also not the best. You know, it's no. it's, uh, it's, right. it's a mid face yes. in this case. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Not, I wouldn't say it's as iconic as just like you know his normal head, because mm. it doesn't. It doesn't. You don't have like that same profile. Well, you get different feelings from mm-hmm. it. Like his his real face, like it's more horish, and I'm sorry, horror. Hor- yeah, <laughs> horish. It's more. It's more horish. Yeah. I mean, every everybody's got a price tea. Everybody's got a price. But like his mask is so cute. And round and inviting mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it is supposed to be like fairly shocking. Like he has like sort of desiccated face going on. Yep. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. So Sam bites Krieg in the leg, uh, but gets blasted in the face with the shotgun uh, for doing so, uh, which gives him more than enough time uh, to dial 911. But of course, you know, Krieg wants to ensure that Sam is dead in this case. Actually, like, shoots mm-hmm. him, like, two more times. <laughs> always a good idea. Yeah, you know, know he, he out, did not... It's always a good idea. He followed the Zombieland rules of the double tap. He even uh-huh. took it one step further. Uh, but joke's on you, buddy. This kid's a demon. He's gonna come uh-huh. back. <laughs> So. But, you know, good to be a, at least a little smart, you mm-hmm. know. It's... You know, he, he he thought he was in the clear until uh, Sam pulled the phone wire to disconnect the phone call. And that's when we see uh, Sam's hand, which had been cut or shot off, uh, stabbing the man in the foot. <laughs> and it crawls back over towards Sam's body, reattaches of, like, itself. Pumpkin seeds, like, trailing it because he's made out of pumpkin. It's so cute. <laughs> I dig it. It was perfect. And this is when <laughs> Sam bites into uh, his pumpkin lollipop and looks to presumably go in for the kill. But instead of stabbing the old man, uh, Krieg, he actually stabs a chocolate bar. That Krieg was holding up against his chest. Uh, Okay. And it's distracted. You know, Sam just eats the candy bar and leaves the rest of it. Distracted by the candy bar. It turns out he was just angry. So he eats the candy bar and he was like, What were we doing? Oh, I gotta go. (laughs) And just walks off. And and Brian Cox is all like, What the fuck just happened? (laughs) 
And then he's like, you know, okay, okay, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. So, you know, he, yeah, he, he escapes. He thought he Sam. was a goner for sure. Uh, and that's when mm-hmm. we zoom in on the photographs that were being burnt in the fireplace by Krieg. And it's a photo and of then, him dun, as dun, dun, the bus driver. And, of course, all of the kids who he had killed during. Murdered a bunch of special needs kids. Yep, the and if there isn't massacre. a special place in hell for that kind of man, now we know what it is. Man, it's rough. Tough. How do you do that? Yeah, so uh, needless to say, after this run-in with a demonic pumpkin, uh, you know, trick-or-treating hours isn't over quite yet, and mm-hmm. Krieg does get some more visitors. Uh, only in this case, you know, we see Krieg heavily bandaged up after his fight with Sam. Uh, one of the trick-or-treaters mistakes him uh, for a mummy <laughs> costume. Uh, and Krieg does give them quite a bit of candy in this case. Probably, I'm sure it's like the candy that he had stolen from the other trick-or-treaters. Right. Uh, in this case. Feasible, feasible. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, Sam is basically watching on from the sidewalk, and that's when he turns his attention over to Emma, uh, who blows out the jack-o'-lantern across the street. Um, Poor Emma, man. She's just trying to keep her life together, man. You know, she, just, she oh. there was a she lot was of cleaning up one... to do, and her yeah. husband wasn't going to do it, you know. She lets her husband be lazy and put on a porno because she's going to put out later. I feel for Emma. <laughs> why couldn't Emma just get at, away from it, you know? Like, why couldn't she escape the wrath of Sam? Because she was, I mean, like, yeah, she's uptight, but fuck. She dressed up. The whole fucking house is a, you know, an, you know a shrine to Halloween. Come on. She's married to a man child. What, you know, like, could we just be easy on him? I might be identifying with Emma too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he just, he got one look at the, uh, the joggers and is like, yeah, I'm hit that. Holy school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we have one more knock at Krieg's door and that's when we see the kids who were drowned during the school bus massacre, uh, to, to end the movie. <laughs> But they're they're so good on this movie that because they're kids mm. and because we've already got a good amount of horror, gore, they they don't show the gore. They just you know show it in like comic book form, mm-hmm. which is much nicer. You know, it's you know because they're kids, so it's it's sweet. I like it. I dig it. And uh, yeah, this movie's great. Absolutely. So obviously, Holly, when it comes to anthology movies, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of people will just automatically put creep show or like uh tales from the dark side the movie (gasps) or the twilight zone fairly high up on their list uh you know for me you know trick-or-treat i would probably put below creep show but i would say it's probably number two on my list in regards to anthology i'm a really big fan of black sabbath Mm mm-hmm I really as really as I have caught on because you mentioned it like the past three episodes. <laughs> have I? I'm sorry. Have I? I'm just trying to get it on the show. <laughs> T. Damn. Why well, gotta Damn. call me out like that? <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of like Vincent Price, but like I've been rewatching some movies, and some of them can be kind of like with Stepford Wives, where mm-hmm. I might have like kind of built them up in my mind a little bit. And uh, and looking back on them, like, yeah, they're a little boring because, you know, as time goes on, you got to amp up the adrenaline, the adrenaline. Right. And so movies have a harder time because now you got to, you know, overcome what everybody else has done. And so Black Sabbath was one of those movies where it's got that great, like sort of like 70s oversaturated color and like actors. And then but the stories like are just I think are really like 
really solid and like horrifying and I really like it a lot. So that's one of my favorites. I definitely love Creep Show uh with Leslie Nelson. Right? Did I get that? I mean, I didn't I'm not there's a lot of them. Uh so I and that and that's the the anthologies are my favorite, you know, mm-hmm. because you get a little tiny story and you get to have like a nice little kick and then you move on to the next one. And if that doesn't describe my my attention span, I don't know what does. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been watching the new creep show and mm-hmm. it's it's great. And as it turns out, it, it turns out I missed a whole season. Wow. <laughs> no. Okay. So I watched I watched it all yesterday, like back to back. And I was so into it and I was having such a good time because those those episodes, they kind of th- that's like my ideal type of horror. Mm-hmm. Well, I like I like a lot of different types of horror, you know, I, I, it really depends on mood, but this is like that, that wholesome horror where it can get pretty sick and violent, but the violence is always off screen, mm-hmm. which allows you to really enjoy the, the, the story, you know, like you don't have to like think about whether you're a good person or not. <laughs> you can just be like, this is fun. <laughs> like, yeah, he killed his uncle. So it's I, I really enjoy that. And so I was watching it and I got to the point where I, I was binge watching it. And then the last episode played and then no new episode came up and I got a little sad and depressed. And that's wow. how I know I like a show. So I, I guess my depressed. question would be at this point, are you officially caught up on season three? Oh, I've seen them all twice now. So okay. I guess, yes. I've, yes, because I, I we, love them. I've seen them. You know, since season three is underway on Tuesdays, we've been watching a new episode, mm-hmm. and then we've been watching <gasps> Ooh, nice. uh, the Elvira special. So we've been doing like one of the movies per week. <laughs> Elvira, for that, I uh, have not seen the new ones. So I need to get caught up on that. Speaking of Vincent Price, uh, so <gasps> last last night it no. was uh, House on Haunted Hill was <gasps> the one that we watched. Have you seen Madhouse? Yes. Oh, I, I was surprised at how ma- uh, good Madhouse was. That's mm-hmm. pretty fucking rad. Oh, and well, and then I, mean, I was hoping we could talk a little bit about the movies we've just randomly been watching. Okay. So I I rewatched Housebound. Oh, I really yes. like Housebound. Housebound. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I still get the same, like, the biggest emotion that I get watching Housebound is my reaction to the lead character's bad attitude. <laughs> She's so scary. She's such a bad kid. <laughs> Yeah, I remember um, for like haunted house type movies, Housebound was one that really caught my eye. And the other one that I was absolutely floored by was We Are Still Here. (gasps) Which one? Wait, can you can you tell me the plot of that one? Because I think I've seen it. I will pull up the synopsis. Okay, and while you're doing that, the movie that I saw this week that I've been like, oh, my God, I need to tell everybody and their mother about, especially my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, is called Bingo Hell. Mm-hmm. And Bingo Hell is new on Amazon. Yeah, Blumhouse and, and Amazon Studios, yeah. And I was, I cannot believe how good this fucking movie is. And and maybe my my metric of goodness is different. Um, it certainly is, right? Let, let me rephrase that. It's can't be good. It's can't be good. But my the reason that I was so in love with this movie was because of the leading actress. So her name is, um, I believe it's Adriana Abarra. Abarra? And she's a Mexican actress, and she is in her 60s, late 60s, late 60s, maybe 70s. And she is so, she was also in the new Rambo, I think, right? I might be wrong about this, but I think it was her in the new Rambo. Um, she didn't have a lot of lines, but her intensity is palpable. <laughs> and and she did so good in this movie where, like, 
she was so natural and she was this crotchety old lady and it was just so real. And then every time she goes into and she starts talking in Spanish, that's like also uh, the, the the Spanish that I'm familiar with. Like, that's the stuff that I grew up with. So it just it rings so true and real. And like every like all the slang that she uses is like the slang that I'm familiar with. So and like, again, like she it, it just goes to show like what what it means to be a good actor. And that means having a personality or a talent so big, it soaks up all the the entire fucking screen and that in that movie wasn't she wasn't the only strong actor in that movie uh there was also uh the esthetician is also a really well-known uh famous actress and then we have l scott cadwell i think that's her name um she's wonderful too uh, both of those actors her and the estheticians have both been on brooklyn 99 and that's a show i really like but <laughs> but i just i can't say enough good things about just kind of like late phases, like I said, like you know, senior citizens and horror kicking ass is like my favorite thing. So, um, you should watch Bingo Hell. I I already have. What do you want about? <laughs> I'm t- I'm not talking to you, T. I'm talking to everybody else. But yes, I, I did also enjoy it. But uh, what you're still here is basically about the house that wakes up every thirty years, uh, demanding a sacrifice. Hmm. I'm gonna have to watch it tonight then. I'll, I'm not sure that I watched it. All right. I'll good. link it in Discord, or at least I. Sweet. Thank you. Um, but yeah. And uh, I'm watching Demons, which is good, but it's the exact same plots as Demons too, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, you cannot say anything about Argento. That's not good. Um. So outside of that, okay. So you watch Bingo Hell uh, yes. on Friday. I went. Uh-huh. I went to the theater to watch Titan, uh, which is oh, you like that, right? The new movie from uh, I. I can never remember how to pronounce this chick's last name. Uh, Julia, uh, Ducournau. Let's go with that. Yeah, well, she's the one who directed Raw, which I loved. That movie was dope. <laughs> uh, just because it was completely different from any other. Uh, Mm-hmm. cannibal movie <laughs> you know very strange and unique but titan you know this is one that had been uh winning all of the awards at Cannes, and you know i i'm not gonna go too heavy into the plot and how things play out because i don't want to spoil anything but mm-hmm. if you were a fan of raw and if you are into that sort of uh weird and just different type of filmmaking or just different stories, just inventive. It's definitely one to check out because, you know, you got the whole uh, female serial killer. You got body horror elements mixed into it. Um, you kind of have the, the aspect of trying to blend into different environments, too. But just the way that it gets there is is very interesting. But like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie involves, uh, you know, the lead actress when she is finding her next victim only to find out she's kind of bitten off a bit more than she can chew mm-hmm. uh, because the household is a bit more full than what she initially mm-hmm. thought. <laughs> but that, that also goes with a good time. But there there are some scenes in that movie that you will either find hysterical or very... You'll be bewildered by it uh, <laughs> because of some say, of the scenes. 
Oh, okay. I'm watching it. That sounds awesome. I will say I watched one movie that I was not impressed with. Okay. Do we do that on this show? Do you want to do that? Do you want to talk about things well, you want to tell people not to watch? Or do you think that's too negative? We should stay away from that kind of vibe. I, I don't think that's necessarily bad, but obviously, like, everyone can kind of, like, go in with their own expectations, you know? Okay, host. Or maybe it's hosts. Host? Host? host. Are you talking about yeah. the one that was shot entirely on Zoom? What? No, 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 no. That's something else. Are you talking so maybe about it's singular? Well, host well, is host is the one that was shot on. Not Zoom. the. Okay, not that one. But there's another one. Let me see if I can find it. I was just watching it earlier today, and I was like, I don't like you. Well, I don't like you, there, movie. Okay, so there's host singular, and then there's host plural. <laughs> uh, and then okay, so the one that I'm talking about. Let's see this one says uh, a family fall victim to a series of violent murders when they invite their neighbors over for Christmas dinner. Yeah, that okay. one. That's the one. So host so, plural. <laughs> okay, host plural. Now, and here is yet another UK horror Christmas movie that I was disappointed by because you know how much I love a British accent mm-hmm. and you know how much I like horror. Clearly. Um, and and so the same thing with the children that I was like, oh, that's the that's not the movie I thought we were going to watch. <laughs> and so this one, like uh, the reason that I, I am not happy with this movie was because I felt that um, a lot of the actions taken by the victims were very un, unnatural or okay. unrealistic. And then on top of that, the villains go into these like fucking monologues that the actors are not particularly ready to support talent wise mm. so i hope that don't hurt anybody's feelings but i i'm putting it out there they're upset it i didn't like that movie well i mean you know you have a Watch lot of Bingo listeners Hall. out there who have you know 31 nights of halloween to like Splurge don't on all on of their one. horror needs. Yeah, watch Bingo Watch Hell. it in February. <laughs> yeah, streaming on uh, on Prime Video. Uh, there's another one. I, I think there were at least two of the Blumhouse ones that were released initially mm-hmm. uh, this year for that. Um, I think the other one is Blackest Night, which is a vampire movie, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, okay, so there's that. So next week... Uh, continuing yes. our, you know, Spooktober with The Guest, uh, which was released in 2014, <laughs> oh. uh, directed by Adam Wiener. Now, I'll be honest, I, I like it. I have never seen this one. I've seen the DVD so many times, hey. and I've heard very good things about the movie. <laughs> um, well, it, it's got a, the blonde dude from Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. And what's one of the things that stuck out so hard is like it kind of made me feel like I was 14 again. Because uh, <laughs> there's this weird, unresolved, unaddressed sexual tension in this movie. Ah, okay. That, 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 make, that made me feel like I was 14. So, mm-hmm. so for a couple of different reasons, I really like the music, the, the movie. <laughs> well, I mean, just looking at uh, this director's work, I, like, I've seen a lot of things that he's done. Like, he did the Let's Player Witch. I'm not even... Mm-hmm. Death Note was absolute trash. I'll I'll shove that aside because it's an anime live action movie. Uh, but you know he did. You know I wasn't gonna because I, I <laughs> you know people really love the original. And I haven't seen the original. I know the story, mm-hmm. but and you know I I had my anime phase and somehow like like I'm sort of done with it. Sorry to say that, but uh, but I mean I had a hardcore like fucking five. I mean I know five years isn't very long, but. Mm-hmm. But for for five years, I was very, very, very much into anime. And then one day I woke up and I was like, like this now. <laughs> and then I gifted away all of my stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Long story short, I haven't watched the live action because I heard it was bad, and because of the original, or because the anime is so, uh, you know, uh, beloved, mm-hmm. and so I, I figured I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, don't. If I ever wanted to go back <laughs> to anime, if, there, if there's <laughs> one live action movie to avoid at all costs, it's Death Note. Got it. All right, everybody, don't. Uh, watch but yeah, don't so. Watch I- but yeah, but anyways, like I, I've seen a lot of this director's other work. Like I really liked the horrible uh, way to die. You're next. He had segments on VHS Your and the ABCs of Death and VHS 2, which, by the way, mm-hmm. VHS 94 came out today on Shudder. I saw that. I need to watch that. Okay. I'm, I'm probably going to watch that tonight before I go to bed. Uh, so. You want to fucking, like, let, you know, we can buddy watch it or something? Because, I mean, I want to watch it, too, and that's that's my next thing to do. That's fine. Today. I would just have to get out of this costume because it's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun thing about costumes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and uh, um, Halloween activity. So oh, we already talked about that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I've had too much to drink tonight. Oh. It's only Wednesday. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, it is Wednesday. But it's Halloween month. Everything's yeah, okay is. on Halloween month. Is that what we go by? <laughs> sure. Well, whatever makes you Halloween sleep at night. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be pills, but okay. Mm-hmm. And I got two more weeks until my Disney World trip and my oh, birthday. Oh, my God. Yay. Happy birthday to T. Soon, nice job. Soon. Uh, so soon. how old are you going to be? Uh, Jeez, I'm old. <laughs> I'm getting old. Uh, 35? That's old, T. My goodness. You might as well just dig a hole and lay in it. No, wait, it would be 34. I'm bad oh, okay, no, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm fine. Yeah. party. <laughs> One year makes a huge difference. Uh, but now, obviously, the big thing this week, just general horror news-wise, uh, on Sunday and Monday, they're doing a Scream 25th anniversary release in theaters. And the new trailer for Scream release in next year will be attached to that. Mm. So we're expecting that to probably be online here very shortly. Uh, so I can't wait oh, for that. I'll be nice. going to the Sunday show. Oh, I need a recommendation, by the way. So I live next to an indie uh, theater, and um, they're going to be showing. They're showing Lamb. Should okay. I go watch Lamb? Have you seen the trailers for that? I I have. I'm not the best person to talk to about a twenty four movies because I. Oh, that's right. You dislike them. I don't. I. Or, well, oh, no, 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 you're unimpressed not, by the company. It's not that I dislike them. It's just I have no middle ground with them, and the folk. That's a folklore based horror movie oh, which i typically really? have not really enjoyed um but mm. but for me for me personally a24 has been more missed than hit so i gotcha. i i i don't know if that movie's for me i'm not i'm not gonna say like it's not the right fit for you um i don't know is it like more sad than scary because i don't want to deal with sad today i have no idea but that would not surprise me in the slightest <laughs> Yeah, it's very. It looks it's, like it's, it's gonna it's, be sad. It's it's hard to tell what type of movie that's gonna be based off the trailer. And I eat lamb as it is, and I'm scared that I'm gonna be put off a lamb. Yeah. But hey, now, let, if, let's watch the uh, let's watch the new VHS. <laughs> yeah, in in just a few. But if the, if they get tight tightening and definitely go see that because it's it All is right. a, that nice. movie is just bonkers. <laughs> Bonkers. <laughs> and I and I don't want to spoil any of the better scenes for obvious reasons. Uh but yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well this is are we calling it? Is it time? 
Yep, it's about that time. So if you guys want to reach out to the podcast, you can do so a couple of different ways. You can find us over on Instagram. Our username there is Handle with Scare Pod. You can find us over on Twitter at Handle with Scare. If you want to email the show, you can do so at Handle with Scare Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we also have our website at Handle with Scare Pod.com. And of course, you can reach out to us via mm-hmm. Discord. You can find mm-hmm. our link to that over in our show notes but for now that's going to do it for us here tonight on the handle with scare this has been episode number 28 we've been talking trick-or-treat next week the guest and holly and i will see you next week enjoy your week bye